you are listening to unwanted football opinions hello and welcome to another episode of unwanted football opinions today we take a look at the past week and uh, the fixtures in the past week and all the news regarding the past week so the past week uh, was full of international football it was international break especially the two major competitions that we have to look forward to are the uefa nations league and the conmebol world cup qualifiers so uh, we'll be taking look at each uh, in depth and uh, starting off we'll uh, start with the uefa nations league uh, league a uh, on group 4 we had uh, we'll just go through the fixtures and the results and we'll do the in depth analysis later on uh, in the video so at first we have uh, group 4 Uh, in group 4 ukraine squared off against germany germany uh, beat uh, ukraine 1-2 spain beat switzerland 1-0 in group 1 bosnia and herzegovina held a 0-0 draw against netherlands poland and italy also uh, held a 0-0 draw group 2 england beat uh, the world number one side belgium 2-1 iceland got thrashed nil 3 by denmark moving on to group 3 croatia beat sweden 2-1 and uh, the highlight match of this week to be exact france versus portugal ended in a nil-nil draw uh so a lot of nil nil draws here now moving on we'll go to the fixtures in uh, the conmebol world cup qualifiers so at first uh paraguay versus peru ended in a 2-2 draw uruguay beat chile 2-1 argentina beat ecuador 1-0 colombia beat uh, venezuela 3-0 Brazil thrashed Bolivia 5-0. So now we will move on to the detailed discussion regarding the fixtures of the weekend. So uh, we'll first move on to France versus Portugal. So it was a stale even though it was a stalemate it was a pretty tight and competitive match. Both teams were basically cancelling out each other. both teams were especially strong even though there were no goals it is probably to do with the defense of both the teams brilliant defending whether it was nelson semedo on one side and whether it was luka hernandez on the other side all were brilliant all the entire all the defensive options of both the teams were brilliant to keep uh, their attacking uh, front both teams were known for their attacking front and to keep them at bay requires a special performance and uh, even though second half uh, france uh, did uh, attack more and uh, were a little bit better side but in terms of overall stats and everything both uh, teams were neck to neck literally neck to neck 
so uh, we'll move on to the next game in group 3 we are discussing about group 3 right now next game uh, croatia versus sweden so uh, croatia uh, needed to win to stay alive in the group and uh, it was important for them so croatia uh, took the lead by vlasic in 31st minute and uh, soon later berg equalized for sweden in the 66th minute but uh, when the during the dying minutes of the game andre kamaric the hoffenheim striker uh, gave the lead to croatia and the game ended in a 2-1 draw it was an pretty even match but uh, croatia were uh, pretty clinical clinical when it comes to the chances they got so moving on to group 1 Group one was full of nil-nil uh, draws. Uh, both the games finished in a nil-nil draw. Uh, we'll first talk about Bosnia and Herzegovina versus Netherlands. So, uh, talking about this match, Netherlands dominated the game, and you can just see at the sheer number of shots they've taken compared to that taken by Bosnia. Netherlands took fifteen shots, whereas Bosnia took six shots, but they were not clinical enough uh, to take most of those chances and uh, moving on to the other game uh, poland versus italy it is pretty much the same case italy dominated possession they dominated the stats but they just couldn't get to the breakthrough so uh, that brings up the entered group 1 and now we move on to group 2 group 2 uh, saw highlight clash uh like england versus belgium belgium being the number one side in the world and england being one of the favorites for euro 2021 now it is like that so the game started uh with an early penalty 16 minute by from romelu lukaku uh, but soon after almost just 15 20 minutes later marcus rashford leveled england uh, thanks to a penalty and uh, towards the 64 minute the brilliant strike from uh, mason mount uh, gave the lead to england it uh, was a very tight game otherwise uh, both teams had a lot of chances and this win could prove vital for england and their chances of progressing into the later stages of the nations league so uh, the next game in group 2 is iceland versus denmark so uh it was like one of the few one sided games in the nations league and uh, uh iceland uh was very bad like this team is not the same team that beat england in the U- euros uh 4 years back it is a completely different team and uh, denmark just outclassed them sigurdsson uh, sigur sigurdsson i'm very sorry for the pronunciation own goal uh, gave uh, denmark the lead uh, christian eriksen scored again at the 46 minute and skov wrapped up uh, things at the 61th minute with a brilliant goal so moving on to group 4 we will go on to ukraine versus germany so germany were still without a win leading into this match they haven't won uh, a single game leading into this match in the nations league but finally they were able to break the jinx after seven games uh, 
they finally managed to get a win in the nations league and uh, it could be very crucial for their hopes in the later stages of the nations league for qualifying for the later stages of the nations league as they are now second in the table and uh, it could prove a boreal booster for the team for upcoming euros and all international competitions in future yeah germany were the better team in the uh, match but still they just uh, looked like they were going to concede late goals again which has been a problem with germany for some time and i hope it gets solved and uh, like if it is against small sides you like they may not be able to take capitalize as much but when you're facing like a strong side like portugal or france it could prove to be a painful blow in the end and they might uh, humiliate germany so they have to be very wary so uh, the next match in the group 4 uh, was spain versus switzerland so uh, it was also uh, what do you call like most of these matches except for the uh, iceland denmark game uh, didn't involve much goals uh, spain uh, were would you say you can say they were cruising they dominated possession and shots and stats uh, an early minute uh, winner from sociedad cycar mikhail oyarzabal in the 14th minute uh, what you call gave the lead for spain and they held on to the lead for the rest of the 90 minutes so uh, from that moving on we'll uh, talk about detailed discussion of the concacaf world cup qualifiers Uh, which involves uh, around uh, all the 10 teams in the concacaf uh, confederation so first match we we'll look at is uh, paraguay versus peru uh, the paraguay versus peru was an interesting match since uh, it involved uh, two braces from uh, players from both the teams angel romero for paraguay and uh, andre carillo uh, the midfielder who plays for uh, al hilal saudi fc in uh, saudi uh, with the other brace so yeah so we'll move on to the other game uh, it was a heavyweight clash between uruguay and uh, chile two of the uh, confederations powerhouses and uh, so the game started uh, with an early penalty like can't say it's early though it's a 39th minute penalty from luis suarez but uh, soon just after half time in 54th minute alexis sanchez equalized for chile and uh, but towards the dying ends of injury time uh, like 3 minutes into injury time gonzalo gomez uh scored the winner a dramatic winner for uruguay and securing all three points so moving on to uh, the big boys uh, argentina argentina uh, uh what do you call edged ecuador 1-0 uh, lionel messi with the so, uh, sole goal of the game uh, a penalty which proved to his uh, 71st uh, goal in international football for argentina so uh, only pele is ahead of him 
regarding the top international goal scorers in Kuala It was a pretty physical game. Uh, you can see the number of fouls being committed by both the sides. 14 fouls by Argentina and 19 fouls fouls by Ecuador. Moving on to the next game, uh, Colombia versus Venezuela. It was pretty much a one-sided game. And uh, Venezuela didn't look like they were in the game even though they had a fair share of possession and shots but Colombia were just a bit too uh, good for them individual player wise uh, Duan Zapata the Atalanta uh, striker uh, gave Colombia the lead in the 16th minute of the game and later on Luis Fernando Muriel Fruto uh, scored in the 26th minute and also in deep into uh, injury time of the first half the then pretty much colombia just held on to their lead uh, for the next 45 minutes there was nothing much venezuela did and nothing much they could do be honest uh, even though venezuela did have more shots they just couldn't capitalize enough so uh moving on to the next match uh, which was absolute thrashing by the way uh, it was uh, brazil versus bolivia so brazil uh were clearly the better team bolivia bolivia were obviously one of the lowest ranked uh, nations in conmebol and uh, it was going to be difficult to heal, hold even a draw against brazil uh and as you've seen brazil was just too good marquinhos scored the first goal in 16 minutes firmino with a brace in 30th and 49th minute jose carrasco uh considered an own goal in the 66th minute for bolivia and felipe coutinho rounding it off with, for an emphatic win against uh brazil for the samba boys so against bolivia for the samba boys brazil and uh, yeah it was a pretty much uh, dominant uh, performance i mean what would you expect i think 5 nil is uh, you don't have to explain how dominant uh, they were brazil uh, even if you look at the shots and position uh, brazil took 20 compared to bolivia's 3 and uh, they had more than 70% of possession for me the star of the match would be felipe coutinho uh, he is come back brilliantly and uh, yeah so that pretty much sums up the detailed discussion of the uh, conmebol world cup qualifiers so uh, now we will move to the points table of the nations league after match day 3 to be exact so in group 1 so so uh, you guys know like we are discussing only the league a in group uh, like in the nations league so not the lower league since we have have a scheduled time for this so uh, the group one uh, we have italy it is actually a very tight group so italy at the moment lead with 5 points netherlands and poland are just behind them with 4 points and it is pretty much even anyone could uh, progress uh, through that group even bosnia and herzegovina have a chance uh, 
and uh, group 2 england are top belgium come in second denmark in uh, third and to be honest i think it's too late for iceland to make a mark and uh, i don't see them going through unless they win all their uh, matches remaining matches if they want to stay like they can stay alive in the group if they win remaining matches and uh, yeah so group moving to group 3 uh, like another strongest group i say the defending nations league champions and the world champions Uh, are tied on seven point, uh, but Portugal uh, had topped the group uh, thanks to their superior goal difference. So the other two positions are won out by Croatia and uh, Sweden. Uh, Sweden also look as if their campaign is uh, going to an end, a disappointing end, without a win, uh, much like Iceland. And uh, Group Four uh, sees uh, Spain. take uh, the top position germany coming in second thanks to their first ever win in the nations league and ukraine and switzerland occupy uh, the last two positions switzerland uh, despite being a strong contender uh, like making it through to the latter stages last season uh, have finished bottom and uh, they really have to up their game if they are to survive in the league or they will get relegated So moving on to Conmebol uh, World Cup qualifiers, and if you are new to this, uh, so the Conmebol World Cup qualifiers involve ten teams. They play each other in round robin uh, format, eighteen matches, and the top three teams, sorry, top four teams get direct qualification to the World Cup, which is the next World Cup is in Qatar, twenty twenty two. The fifth place team plays an intercontinental qualifier. with a team uh, that could be from afc and that could be from ofc ofc meaning uh, the oceania football confederation so moving on uh, let's skip all that uh, we'll go on to the table uh, so brazil uh, top the table uh, with the brilliant win so it is just pretty much early in the uh, stages of uh, the qualifiers because it's just one match and we have to see so i'll just read out the standings uh, the first four uh, ha- have uh, three points each brazil colombia uruguay and argentina paraguay and peru come in next at fifth and sixth with one point each chile ecuador venezuela and bolivia round up the table and they are yet to register a win this is just the first round though and uh, we can expect Uh, more in the later stages of uh, the game so uh, the nations league uh, will continue to, uh, this week also uh, with two match days uh, remaining and uh, we could see who all uh, go through uh, to the next round uh, pretty much so that pretty much brings us to the end of the weekend recap uh a weekend full of brilliant international games a lot of draws by the way and uh, thank you for listening and watching and uh, the video please do uh, subscribe and uh, like our channel do share our videos if you like them and uh, thank you for watching this is jitu signing off bye bye